What are you doing? Giving you half my cookie. Why? Make you feel better. Jesus. Scared of everything, but I'm making it punk a small town. I only drink to get drunk, don't go out much. Cause there's too many bugs and I'm way too obsessed with death to do any drugs. Okay, now address it. Address it from the top. That's what they tell you. Address it from the top so nothing comes out as a surprise. If you do drugs, they say tell people you do drugs. So when you get caught doing drugs and you're a celebrity, the headline isn't said person does drugs. You got to be an open book. Open book. I believe my last podcast was sometime early October. And I said in the podcast that I was going to bring, do an episode next week. And then if you hear it, one second, if you hear this little feedback on the microphone, give it one second. I'm not going to say anything. You hear that? My, I'm using like an offshoot mic right now because my main one was broken and this one has a little bit of feedback, but it's okay because not that many people listen right now. But um, yeah, did I? And I said I would do it in like a week, right? That was like October. I would believe 7th or 8th when I did that. And I believe right now it is 11.30 at night, December 9th. That's rude. That's rude by me. I'm sorry. What happened? Now let me explain. I had something called school, right? School's hard. Rent, gotta pay for rent, gotta pay for school. What does that mean? Gotta go to gotta go to work. Work, school, last taking two very um very difficult, challenging mind mind numbing in the war in the sense of the the reasoning behind I was took a class on um one of them was an anthropology class called Beyond Capitalism. It's, it was mind-numbing because it was just like the content was so good, but it was just like some of the problems that came came up because of it. It's just like it's so stupid. And then I took a class on populism, sociology of populism. And that's just like oh, that class was like a fucking trip learning the – learning that uh, – if you will call, um, who would call it a political ideology? Like Logan Roy, he would call it a political ideology, I guess. Um, learning that from the beginning of the time. Yeah. And I then, but for me, I took a, a, a theater class. So I'd have one class where I could watch like the Karate Kid and be like, ah, this is why I go to school. So much more fun. But yeah, that took up a lot of my time, but I'm done. I got A's. I got an A in one class. I got an A in another class, and I got a B in the in the populism course because I did really bad on one of the essays. Um, but now I'm done with school, like forever, ever. And my, I haven't wrapped my head around it, but and some people have asked me, like, are you, like some of my friends have asked me, like, are you, like, is it weird? And it's like, no. I wanted this to happen. I've spent 23 years in school, basically, or 18 years in school, and now I'm finally fucking done. Oh, my God. Jesus. It took a long enough. I didn't even... I had to, I had to go through, like, 44 community college courses. I got a fucking bachelor's degree. But, yeah. How about that? What has happened since um, October 7th? Um, you got a Taylor Swift album. The pre-release of Red, you had a Ed Sheeran album, Equals, which we might do a ranking of. 
Hmm. My ranking of the 14 songs on the album. Hmm. Um, I've made one really good friend in my life. That's good. That's good. What else has happened? A lot of classes. Learned about capitalism, populism, and the Karate Kid. Good. Rewatch Stranger Things. That's good. Um, have watched Succession. That's good. Um, not much. Just a lot of school. But um, I do want to get into the most important topic of the day, which is the NFL, right? The NFL is the NFL. We'll talk. I just wanted to come on here, talk some sports, and then I'll have a life one, I guess, like uh, something about whatever later. Sports. What the fuck is the NFL? Like, I have not had, like, fun watch. Even today, the Vikings and Steelers were playing, right? And maybe it's because I'm 23 years old and trying to figure out my life and doing whatever I wanted, like, you know, like putting things in motion and whatever, right? There's something about watching Kirk Cousins and Ben Roethlisberger playing football that I'm just like, I'm not going to watch this fucking shit. And is it good? Like, I would have watched this all, like, all the time back in the day, like, if I was, like, 17 or 16 on a Thursday night. It's like, oh, these two are playing, 100% going to watch the game. And it was not that bad of a game. But to tell you, I was, like, not interested whatsoever. And I've only been watching, like, I'm obviously a Raiders fan, and their season has been a fucking trip. And um, have I enjoyed watching that? Dude, I don't understand this fucking thing with my fucking goddamn fucking... I don't, uh, I've been trying not to curse, but this makes me so angry. Every time I, my, my uh, Mac goes into, my stupid fucking Mac from like 2011 goes into um, rest mode or whatever, like when you don't touch it for five minutes, I have to retype in my password. And it's like, why do I have to do that? And I didn't even do anything. And it just started doing that. And I don't, and I never fix it. And my password's long. And I don't know how to change my password. System preferences. Display. Displays. Night shift. Display. You gotta live with me on this one. Screen saver. Screen saver. I don't know how to do this. Oh my god. <coughs> I hate this fucking bullshit. Alright, the NFL. Um so we have um so, yeah, I've just not been watching that much. Um, I've still been doing my picks. I need to go go through each of the sp- – my basically, like, oh, I fix it. I fix it. Fuck yeah. If you go to system preferences, security, and privacy, require password immediately. No. Let's do 15 minutes. Fucking goddamn. Now it has to make sure I'm me so I can put my password in again. Hey, it's me. Fucking Mac. I don't even have that thing across my computer. They can probably see my face at the fucking, what is it, the Geek Squad? All right, let's get in the NFL. So first, I've not been watching like like Monday Night Football, and it's like the Jaguars versus the goddamn Texans, or like the Colts, or no, I've been watching the Colts, actually. I'll tell you which team I'm watching, but like the Jaguars versus the Panthers, it's like I'm not watching that. No, I'm not watching it. I don't cover the NFL, so I'm not going to fucking watch that game. 
I've been watching the Raiders games. The one, the Raiders games where I can tell if the Raiders are going to win in two possessions. I can't. I can tell you. And if I know they're going to lose, like against Washington, didn't watch it. Watched two possessions. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. Against the Dallas Cowboys, knew they were going to win. 100%. Um, after the first drive, I was like, they're going to win. There's no way they're not going to win because they're, cause they're um, playing aggressive, using the pass to open up the run. Now, um, they have this dumb philosophy where they're like, we need to open up. We need to use the pass. No, the, the run to open up the pass. Um, hasn't worked, Greg Olson. Use the pass to open up the run. And then once the run starts going, you can use both. Like, that's as simple as terms as I can put it, right? And I've watched goddamn Kurt Warner talk about this and all these film analysts. I've watched the game passes and the goddamn cut-up film bullshit on NFL, just to try to diagnose it in my stupid NFL brain like I still play or something just to understand what the Raiders are doing. And to put it as simple as possible, it's that. It's like your offensive line's built to pass. But no, you're just going to run it Fucking, I can tell immediately. I was watching, I've been watching like UK anime for some reason. And I've been watching that on Sundays instead of the NFL. Now, which teams do I watch? I watch two teams games, all of them. I watch all the Patriots games because I got 33 to 1 odds for them to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. Great pick. And then I got the rate, and then I've been watching the Colts. God bless the Colts. I watch those two teams. That's it. I watch those games, and I view the league from that. But I don't watch the Chargers anymore. I don't watch the Broncos. I don't watch the Chiefs games. I just don't watch the NFL. The NFL this year has been fucking shit. It's been bad. There's no, there's a lot of parody, however you spell that word. But, like, it's not a good thing. It's just, like, shitty football and shitty coaching and shitty game planning where Bill Belichick can just walk into Buffalo on a... um. Monday night and bank on Sean McDermott putting together a bad game plan. It's just like, and it's like predictable, and they're probably going to win the Super Bowl because of it. Like the Broncos put together the worst game plans ever. The the Raiders are, the Raiders like malpractice sometimes. (laughs) Like they should get fined by like the NFL for throwing games. Like they should be a full-fledged investigation deeper than the John Gruden investigation. Um, and say what you want about John Gruden. Um, they are missing him at this point of the season where you know some dynamic play calls could be used. Sorry, I was, I'm not a veteran to this podcasting game anymore. Um, I also changed the name to this podcast. Sixty-two. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not smart. And that's the T. Um, yeah, I changed it. You can look it up. Actually, it's probably on the feed if you're listening. Um, yeah, I like this podcast name more because I don't really know what I want. And, um, yeah, it's better than Take a Seat now that there's 447 Take a Seat podcasts after the fucking pandemic. I need to stop. Actually, I need to start cursing more. Um, by the way, Peaceful Sleep Essential Oil, look it up. Greatest essential oil of all time. It's the white bottle. Um. So yeah, right now there's two entertain there's two teams that are good. The Patriots are really good. The Packers are really good. 
even though their quarterback is dosed up on horse tranquilizer, I guess, um, or her horse, <laughs> uh, what is it? Horse door dewormer. Um, <laughs> and then you got the Arizona Cardinals, who nobody's giving respect to. And I guess they're the third good team. I think there's two really good teams, the Patriots and the um, and the Packers. There's just a gr- an aggressiveness that the Packers used to not play with that they play with now. And you're like, this team can go toe-to-toe and not get bullied by, like, um, the pa- the Buccaneers or um, mainly the Buccaneers. But you saw it in the Rams game. They pushed around the Rams, and it's something they wouldn't have done. And I think um, getting help in their secondary – Getting help, um, Rasul Douglas, the Campbell fellow, but number fifty nine has really helped them. Um, Rashawn Gary has taken that step you wanted him to take, and then, then um, you've got the Smith brothers on the outside who always play consistent football, but they're just a little more aggressive. And then you have AJ Dillon, who's really become a, a staple of that team and that team's identity. And then the Patriots are just—they're just like a a fucking like marvel like they're so good and it's like are you gonna fuck them no it's just you can't do anything sorry i heard some noise and i was like who could it be but i live in an apartment complex so it's probably nobody actually it's probably could be somebody because i live in an apartment complex and in my building there's probably fucking 300 million dollars being made when we live on top of each other. Um, but we're not talking about th- that right now. But yeah, I don't know. I think um, another prevalent thing in Raiders, Raiders land is who do you want as the next head coach? Because is Richie Bisaccia really going to be the next head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders? No. Um, I think two candidates to start out with. You have Eric Bieniemy. Offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs. Now he, I would honestly probably be my one A. He would be my one A because um, you get an interdivision coach, you get an offensive play caller, you get a offensive whiz, and then um, well, actually, the main story is what they're going to do with Derek Carr. He's playing good football. Is he playing great football? He's inconsistent. I would uh, I would say I'm obviously a big fan of his, but I don't think he's getting any help. He's such a it's a good thing and a bad thing. He's such a coach pleaser, if that makes sense, that he's willing to not risk things for his coaches and just wants to execute his coach's game plan like Third and six, instead of you know pushing the ball downfield, they run a they run a screen to Josh Jacobs like a wide like a like a little bubble screen series on the outside, and it's just like, I guess that's like that's not his fault, but like, I don't really know how to judge that. Um, Mayock would probably be number two. I think they keep him, and then the coach. So you have one A B enemy. 1B, I would put Jim Harbaugh. I think you would have to if he wins a national championship, you have to you have to go after him. Cuz then he did what he wanted to do at Michigan. And obviously he's comfortable at Michigan, but um 
if you walk, if you if you go to him, like here's the key for the Oakland for the Las Vegas Raiders, the Raiders, and then um, I think you got to look at Dable in Buffalo, even though I don't really like him. Um, I feel like Joe Brady it would be a big risk at this point, even though because Carolina let him go of his duties. Um. Who else? Dabo Sweeney would be a would be a risk. Dabo Sweeney. Um, who else do we have? Man, there's just not none of these names are intriguing on this list. But yeah, that'll probably be my big four: Harbaugh, Dable, Dabo, and um, Enemy. I would probably go Enemy one. Yeah, Enemy one, Harbaugh two, Sweeney three, Dable four. But I don't know. I don't think. I don't think Mark. I think Mark Davis wants to win, and they have a good roster. That's the thing. Like, if you gave Bill Belichick this roster, and you could probably say this with a lot of teams, um, if you gave Bill Belichick this team's roster, whatever. But um, they just have so much talent and don't do anything with it, and it just bothers me. It just bothers me. And I thought the most glaring quote about the Las Vegas Raiders was from Josh Jacobs, who's come under some criticism, um, where he was saying, because they play up and down to their team opponent's like level, and he was saying, like, we look at the, basically he was saying, like, we look at the other team's record, or we look at the other team's level, and we play up and down to them, and I've never been a part of a situation that's been like that before. Like, I just come out, like he, yeah, he goes out to Alabama. That's why Alabama comes out. They look at Central Michigan on their schedule week three, and they beat them like seventy nine to four or seventy nine to three. It's like we're gonna fuck you up, or Alabama. We play our level of football, and like the Raiders. I think their biggest problem is um, they're still f- they control their destiny. They can go, they can rattle off wins and go to the playoffs. But I think the biggest problem with their team and their coaching staff, and I think it starts with Basaccio because I listen to everything, I think he's willing to concede a little bit. Um, and that's and I and I fear that's ca- come come off on um, Derek Carr Derek Carr through the play calling. Um, but yeah, because the defense has gone better, and you're like. You look pa- in the past years, and you're like, this team averages like 28 points a game, but they give up 37. But I think it's just odd. They don't play complimentary football. They don't play complimentary football. They're like the opposite of the New England Patriots. Like the Patriots right now would beat them 36 to 0. 100%. 100% would kill them. But they, they honestly would not be in the game. I wouldn't watch that game. I want to watch that game. And that's the story of this podcast is I don't watch. I can't watch shitty football anymore. I'm not in that point. I've watched so many bad Raiders games. I can't do it anymore. I, I still love the fucking team. But if the Raiders, I've, I've, oh, I've always said this. I've said this about the A's and I've said this about the um, the Raiders. And maybe it's a lie because I probably thought this about the Warriors before it happened. But I still fucking love basketball, and the Warriors are kicking ass. I I would like I watch way more basketball than than football. Like, I consistently watch basketball every single night. I love hoop. Um, 
if the Raiders win a Super Bowl or the A's win a Super uh, a World Series, click click off the television, never watching the sport again. I'm being honest. That's like how I feel in the moment. I and I and I, and I promise you. And I s- swear, I promise, I promise. If they, if, if, whoever Bryce Young hits, whatever receiver in twenty twenty nine, for a touchdown, confetti, confetti falls. The Raiders win the Super Bowl. They the run around with the trophy against Derek Carr, when he's on the fucking. Saints killing it, where he will be next year. And I have to, and I'm just gonna be click. I'm gonna smile. I'm gonna have the first alcoholic drink I'll ever have in my life. I'll, what do they drink? Bourbon, moonshine. I'll have some moonshine, and then I will go like, <sighs> and then I will just, I'll never, I'll just never watch a sport again. And if the corpse of Vita Blue comes back in an A's uniform, the player corpse, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not trying to offend anybody. Um, comes back in the Oakland A's. Oh, also, rest in peace to my... I'll talk about this in the, the next episode. Um, Ray Fossey. Jesus fucking Christ. Devastating. I That one was um, weird handling those emotions because he's like the he's the pastime guy you know of your favorite baseball team and the A's got blacked out a lot so you not blacked out but uh, you just listen to him all the time and then he would go from from I don't know man I love Ray Fossey but if the A's ever win click it off Matt Chapman three run home run to win the World Series it's over and I will talk to you guys next episode, which is hopefully tomorrow.